Welcome to Friday's edition of Hot Takes. Happy late Thanksgiving, everybody. And oh boy, we had some fun games yesterday. With the exception of the Egg Bowl, of course, for us here at Mississippi State, that was not fun. But, I mean, Ole Miss just kind of, they they, they looked like the better team last night. They really did. So they, they took care of business. Yeah, Ole Miss definitely did look like the better team. But Mississippi State also just didn't look like they knew how to play football. There were there were what was it? 3 drop catches in the final minute of the second quarter. I all, think two of them, them th- two of them were I believe to Jaquavius Marks and one of yeah. them was to Tula Griffin. All and of them would have resulted in touchdowns. Yes, every single one of they they were little out uh not out routes, excuse me. Jaquavius Marks's were two wheel routes that were wide open, no coverage that he just couldn't catch. For granted, probably should give him the benefit doubt of the rain, but nonetheless, you're an SEC running back. You, you should be able to make these catches. And for Tulu Griffin, I mean, I think he had the best chance of them all and just couldn't catch it. State made a late effort to try and cap it off. I mean, I, I was walking out of the game as Jet Johnson had that pick, returned at 48 yards, and then we scored two plays later. And I stayed for a couple minutes longer because I was like, well, let's see what happens. And then that Ole Miss offense just walked over our defense. And I think that's the key takeaway from the game is our defense just didn't show up. Our offense didn't show up like it should have either. But all in all, Ole Miss just looked – they looked like the number nine team in the nation in a rivalry game. They really did. It was a crazy game. We've got a lot of crazy games to get into to preview – for sure, but let's run through these NFL games. Yesterday, really quickly, the Bears walked off the game against the Lions. That was tough for the Lions to lose that game. We've seen them have three games they've lost, four games they've lost, three or four games they've lost on walk-off field goals. And it has been tragic for the Lions, but you know, we thought heading into this game, they was this was their shot to win it. They were up late, lost it on the field goal. Moving on, the Raiders took care of Dallas in overtime. Dallas... Had a late comeback there. Kicked the field goal to tie it in regulation. Forced overtime. Dallas had opportunities in this game. Las Vegas walked away victorious in this one. Dallas dropped two straight now. Is there anything to be worried about for the Cowboys? Little, little nervous about this Dallas team. I think obviously they can pick it up. They have the personnel. They have the coaches. They have the players they need. Just uh, It's something that they need to be working on uh, because this Dallas team should not be 7-4. and four. Yeah, absolutely not. I I agree. They've got a lot more talent than that. But that was yesterday's Thanksgiving slate football-wise, the important games yesterday. Right now, we've got a bunch of college games that start tomorrow. We've had quite a few today. And also, I mean, the North Carolina-NC State game is starting as we're we're on the air here. But looking at tomorrow's game starting at 11 a.m., Ohio State and Michigan. Ohio State has dropped to a touchdown favorite. I just I I don't I mean I'm gonna ride with the Buckeyes. So. I I feel like it's smart and I feel like this should be a no brainer, but for some reason something about this Michigan team is intriguing this year, and I feel like we've said this in years past in the Harbaugh era, but like they've never been a top five team this late in the season in the Harbaugh. Era. No, I just I I don't know what to think about it. This Michigan team, yeah, they're ten and one, but they don't have a lot of pretty wins. 
they have a lot of close wins, more or less. And when I say close, I, I, like 10 points or less. This Ohio State team also, I was not thrilled with them at the beginning of the season. Obviously, they had the late, or excuse me, the big time win last week against Michigan State. Yeah, they look good. C.J. Stroud really came out in that game. But something about this Michigan team and it being in Ann Arbor just looks like this could be the year they take this game. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to dive into in this one, and it'll be a, a ferocious contest. I think it will be a decently close game. I think Ohio State moves pulls away late. I think they, they take care of business in the fourth quarter, and they assert themselves into being what they are. That's the number two team in the nation. I think Michigan wins this game and ruins Ohio State's season. I, I really do. Nah. I think this is the year. You gonna make that one of a, one of our games for the week? I do not. I would not like to do that. <laughs> Moving on, Alabama on the road at Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Obviously, T.J. Finley is the quarterback now. No Bo Nix for them, but Alabama dropped to number three in the polls after a, a few weeks of disappointing performances from Alabama. Do they? They like this is similar. I think you said it Wednesday. This was similar to the Kansas City Chiefs. We're waiting on them to have that explosive game, and they're just going to take off. Is this that game? If you want to have a a semi-decent chance at beating this Georgia team this year, I think this has to be the game where they just take off. And uh, luckily enough for this Bama team, Auburn has looked awful the past – I don't want to say awful, but no, th- they I, had that terrible. Awful. They had that terrible loss, where they looked good in the first half and then just blew it to Mississippi State. Then they lo- lost to what was it South Carolina last week or was it Missouri? South Carolina. They just uh, Bo Nix hurt, and I I've said that I still think T.J. Finley is probably a little better. He did not serve me right last week, and for Bama's sake, I hope he does not. I hope he serves me wrong this week as well. I think I think this is just Bama's game to come in and take, but the way Bama's season is going, it just it looks like this is going to be a lot closer than it should be. Yeah, I mean, when you look at these two teams on paper, and you're obviously looking at a 6-5 and five team playing against the number three team in the nation. Um, granted, it is a road game for that number three team in the nation. You look at them on paper, and you think, you know, there's a good reason that Alabama is a three-touchdown favorite. But we've... You and I both grew up in Central Alabama. We've watched this game for years and years and years. We know that it's probably going to be a close game, regardless of what either team's resume looks like. I just have a hard time believing it's going to be a close game. I really do. Like I, I just have a hard time believing it this year. Yeah, it's one of those things where Bama, obviously, Bama probably has genuinely the number one, two, or three team in the nation. Even though they had that loss to A&M, and they may not get in the playoffs if they lose to Georgia in the SEC championship. I think they have the players, and I think they have the personnel. It's just, it looks like it's one of those years where Bama just can't get it together as a team. And I don't know if that's the players just thinking, uh, we're Bama, what we're going to do is we're going to do, and we're gonna, we should win, even if we don't put it in, but I'm not... This is one of those nerve-wracking years for Alabama fans because you just don't know how the season's going to finish. You had a close call against Arkansas. You've had too many close calls that you shouldn't have. 
the amazing part is, though, that there is still a relatively high chance Bama wins this game, loses in the SEC championship. There's a relatively high chance they still get into the playoffs. I wouldn't call it a high chance. I'd call it the best chance for a two-loss They team. came out with an article that said there's a 46% chance they get in as a two-loss team in the SEC championship. I would hate to see it. I really would. I think, I think without a doubt, Alabama is one of the best four teams in the nation. They haven't necessarily played like it over the past few weeks, but talent-wise, skill-wise, obviously coach-wise, they are one of the best four teams in the nation. They just haven't looked like it recently. And, you know, it'll all depend on what that Georgia game looks like, I think, especially if they take care of business this week, which they need to do. They need to win this game by 28, 35 points. This Auburn team has not looked very good recently um, ever since that loss to Mississippi State, if not a week before that, too. I mean, they just haven't looked great. If this game is close and Alabama wins, if next week's game is close and Alabama loses, I don't I still wouldn't put them in. I, I wouldn't do it. They need to run away with this game, and that they're going to lose next week, it obviously has to be close. There's no doubt about it. That will be Alabama is the team to watch here over these next two weeks. Yeah, if, if Bama loses next week, regardless the loss, the closer the game is, the better the chances are they get in. Because I, it's one of those years where the season's just been so crazy. It, it really looks like the top six teams – can all lose at least one game in the next two weeks, which will stir some stuff up. The yep. one team I think – I take that back. I was going to say the one team I think that has the best chance of not losing the game is Cincinnati, but realistically it probably is Georgia. But I, I still think Bama has it. And I, I think they have the advantage next week. I think out of, out of these teams, I think it is – I personally think it's Ohio State. I think, um, you know, obviously heading into this game – they're a seven-point favorite over Michigan. Um, I like them to take care of business. And the next week is playing Wisconsin, I believe. Wisconsin or Purdue. Either or. Obviously, that game is a lot easier than a lot of these other conference championship games are going to be. Um, I believe it'll be Wisconsin or Iowa. Wisconsin or Iowa, yeah. It, it'll. Iowa hasn't looked great down the stretch. Wisconsin has, has picked it up here, but they're still not nearly as good as Michigan or Michigan State. Um, and we saw what Ohio State did Michigan State last week, and we'll obviously dive into what happens in this Ohio State-Michigan game on Monday. Another game to look at here, Florida State and Florida fighting for bowl eligibility. Usually this is a much bigger game with a lot bigger implications. It's not this season. One of these two teams is going to a bowl. The other one is going to finish the season with five wins. No Dan Mullen at Florida now. Who do you see taking this game away? I like Florida with the talent they have to take this game, but obviously Florida hasn't looked great. Florida State's looked better as the season's gone on. Still not great, but I like Florida to take away this one, especially at home. Yeah, I think this is Florida's game to lose. Uh, Florida's a – they're only a three-point favorite, but just like all signs point to them. They're just – they're better as a team. They have the better players, and usually the team with the better players wins. No doubt about it. That is that is true. They're a three-point favorite in this game. Texas A&M on the road at 6 p.m. on ESPN at LSU. LSU at night. Obviously, LSU hasn't looked that good this year. But if they lose this game, they will not be bowl eligible. And obviously, you know, when I say not bowl eligible, there's every year there's a few five-win teams that get in, but the, the qualification for making a bowl is six wins typically. LSU sitting at five wins right now. 
this could be the last game as Ed Orgeron at head coach. If if they don't win it and if they're not in a bowl, this would be Edo's last game, which gives me a feeling that LSU could pull this game off and win it. Yeah. I think this is going to be one of those games where LSU is going to play like LSU and Baton Rouge at night. I, I think LSU is going to walk away with this, and I think Ed Orgeron is going to have one more coach as the, or one more game as the head coach at LSU, and they might they might finish six and seven, but they might finish seven and six. I think I just don't have confidence. I just figured out also that Texas A and M is seeking their first win at LSU since '94. It's a tall task, without a doubt, and obviously A and M is the better team here, and I. You know, the smart pick to do is to take A&M to win this game because, you know, they're going to be lining up to play in, in one of the top-tier non-New Year's Six Bowls, presumably. They could get into a New Year's Six Bowl, but I, I do I, I do think I, I agree with you. I think LSU will walk away victorious in this game. Moving on, one of the best games of the week and one of the determining factors for this Big 12 conference will be Oklahoma on the road at Oklahoma State in this rivalry game here. I like Oklahoma State to win this game. I really do. But I want Oklahoma State to win this game. I do, game. too. I, I think Oklahoma State is a realistic shot to get to the playoff. No doubt about it. I think they do. Obviously, looking at Baylor ranked number eight right now is going to be a team to watch, too. I mean, I would love to see Oklahoma State and Baylor face off in this conference championship game. And I think that'll come. Uh, I'm not certain how exactly the Big 12 tiebreakers work, but I believe if Oklahoma State wins this game, it will line up Oklahoma State versus Baylor in that Big 12 championship game. Yeah, I think this would be incredible to see Oklahoma State win. It'll just it'll make everything even more crazy than it already is, and it'd just be interesting to watch. Like this Oklahoma State team isn't flashy. They're not what you expect to be a top four team at the end of the season but they've made it through the season and they look a lot better than Oklahoma and I just I'm, I'm excited for this game it, Oklahoma State's four and a half point favorite and they look like if they win these next two games they, they could be sitting in that top four when the selection committee puts out those top four teams I think if Oklahoma State wins this game this week I could see them jumping Notre Dame in the rankings. Obviously, they're sitting at the seventh spot right behind number six, Notre Dame. And Notre Dame plays the Stanford team who, even though they got that big win over Oregon early in the year, they're still 3-8. and eight. They're not a very good football team. I just think resume-wise, Oklahoma State wins this game, especially if they win it by double digits or even a touchdown. If, they, if it's not anything chaotic at the end of the game, if Oklahoma State just wins this game outright, I would put them ahead of Notre Dame and then Presuming, obviously, you think Michigan will throw off Ohio State's season. Ohio State is the favorite in this game. Let's just say Ohio State beats Michigan. That could put Oklahoma State sitting at the number five spot right there heading into conference championship weekend. I think it's realistic to say that Oklahoma State does have a, a, a chance to get in the playoff, which is, for all the Oklahoma State fans out there, congratulations. This has been an inc- incredible year for you guys. Yeah, I think if Oklahoma State wins out, I think they are in the playoffs. It's hard not to put them in. I agree. It's funny, though, now looking at this and talking about these games as we get closer to them, though, we were saying that we thought Notre Dame probably has a real chance. Looking at this, I'm not sure they do now because Oklahoma State wins tomorrow. 
you're right. I think they should be ahead of Notre Dame. Notre Dame plays Stanford. Unless Notre Dame beats Stanford 100 nothing, which isn't going to happen, I think Oklahoma State deserves to jump Notre Dame. If Michigan loses, you put keep Notre Dame at 6, put Oklahoma State at 5. Oklahoma, or I don't even know. I mean, there's so much that could happen. You might end up moving Bama back up to 2, Cincinnati to 3, and Michigan or Michigan probably up to four if they beat Ohio State and then put Oklahoma State at five. I mean, this this Notre Dame journey is going to be a lot harder with playing nobody in their last game of the season and not having a conference championship. It's gonna. I think it's going to be difficult for this Notre Dame team to get in, and I think the only way it happens is if they drop Bama out and then whoever wins the Ohio State-Michigan game loses in the Big Ten championship. Yeah, it'll. There's so much chaos to unpack this weekend. There's a ton of stuff to happen, and I would love to see. I mean, Baylor's the top-ranked two-loss team in the nation, right there. Too. They they've proven that they are not a team to take lightly. They're a top-ten team for a reason, and it it will be one to watch heading into you know conference championship weekend. There's a lot to dive into there, but. We've got to talk about the NFL here. There's so many good NFL games this weekend. Real quick on the NCAA and top 25, it's not going to happen, but Ole Miss is like sneaky up at the top. They're not going to get in, obviously. But if certain things go a certain way, they might finish as a top six team. They could. Which is which is doubt. crazy to think. But like they're, they're sneakily just hanging at that number nine spot. I mean, it's possible that... They they finish as a six or seven team in the nation. You've got to think, what if? If they wouldn't have dropped that game to Auburn, <clears throat> what kind of position they could be in? Right, because they, they could, without a doubt, be playing for a top. They could be a top four team if they wouldn't have dropped to Auburn. And obviously there's a lot of what ifs to look at throughout the entire college football season this year. It's been a crazy year. But, I mean, if they wouldn't have lost to Auburn, they could be sitting there at, at they, a top six might, team right now. Yeah, they might be sitting at a top six team right now. They very well might even be number five. They could be. And, obviously, I mean, we saw what they did at Mississippi State last night. They looked really good. Even with the rain and even though Mississippi State is someone who I think you and I agree could be a top 25 team. I think they could be like a top 15 team. You put, if, you, if they were – before the game, they should have been 10-1. and one. They should have. They had three games where they lost by, what, eight, a total of eight points is what it was. You finish 10-2 and two regular season, I think that's deserving of a top 15 spot. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and I mean, it's it's that, that was a game last night that Ole Miss just looked like the better team on the field, no doubt about it. But we've got about 10 minutes left here. We've got a crazy NFL slate here, and obviously we'll pick up on the college football action on Monday because there will be a ton to recap there and there will be a ton to recap with the NFL this weekend starting at the noon games Steelers and Bengals a great game I like Cincinnati to take this game I think this is going to be one of the more you know I say I think one of them but all of these games are stupid good this week it's hard to pick any of these teams in any of these games like I, w- I want to take Pittsburgh, but at the same time, the Bengals have showed their hot, hot streaks 
they've been streaky this year, and I don't know if they start to pick up on it again. That will be one to watch. Moving on, Tampa Bay on the road at Indianapolis. Like we said, all these games are insane. This is another one. The Buccaneers have not looked great over the last few weeks. They just, they just haven't really They looked, looked good last week. Well, I mean, everyone looks good against the Giants. Against Washington, they didn't look good. Against New Orleans, they didn't look good. Now you're playing this Indianapolis team that has looked really, really good this year. They're the best 6-5 and five team in all of football, in my opinion. I like Indianapolis to come out on top here. I really do. I didn't realize how good a Carson Wentz's touchdown to interception ratio was either. 18-3? to three? That's got that's got to be the second best in the league behind Kirk Cousins. I believe it is. That's I, I mean, crazy. I, this is just another toss-up. I think Tampa comes out on top because Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and I'm not sure Carson Wentz can match up against that, and I'm not sure Jonathan Taylor is experienced enough to come in a game and put up the insane yards he has all season. But yeah, it's possible. But I, I think – the Jonathan, Bucks Taylor, are gonna win Jonathan this. Taylor is an MVP candidate right now, without a doubt. He he has to put up a crazy season, but we've got to move on here. Carolina still looking to to make a run for the playoffs, and obviously that loss last week didn't help them. But Cam back for the Panthers on the road at Miami. This is this game point. is better than it should be. It, it really is. It's these two teams sitting at the five Dolphins and six. aren't good. They just aren't. Carolina is better than they should or should be. Pl- they Carolina is worse than they are. Like they should be better than how they've been playing, and it's just one of those games where I have no clue what's going to happen. I think Cam will get his first win back with the Panthers, but I agree with you on that one. I think I think they will as well. It will be a fun game to excuse watch. Excuse me. Let me restate that as a starting quarterback. This season for the Panthers. There it is. Yeah. Moving on. Arguably one of the games of the week. There's a ton of them this week. I think Rams-Packers probably takes the cake for that one. But Tennessee on the road at New England. New England has been on fire recently. They have been playing incredible. The Titans kind of had a head-scratcher performance last weekend. At home for New England. I've got to ride with the Patriots here. Yeah, i got to ride with the Patriots too. They're on a hot streak. Tennessee is just slowly declining it feels like they haven't been pretty all year but they know how to get wins and get the work done i don't think they're going to be able to do it this week and this will knock tennessee out of the one seed in the in the afc if they drop this game the england touchdown favorite is the biggest favorite on sunday which shows you how good these games are moving on really quickly philly over new york i like them there i think you agree with that one over the New York Giants. Philly yes. Go with, yeah. Yes. I, I, Philadelphia has also been hit or miss this year, but I think we've seen potential in them, and I think they're going to come out and uh, make their record at 500 come the end of the game. Again, really quick with these next two games. Falcons on the road at Jacksonville. Jacksonville looking for their third win of the season. I like the Falcons, though. It's a dumb, close game, though. It's it, just, really, it really is. I think, I think the obvious pick is the Falcons, but all of these games feel like they can go either way. No doubt about another game that can really go either way between two, two, it two, and might, eight teams. It might be the best game of the week. Not on pure just like teams, but like they're both terrible. And two terrible teams playing each other is usually pretty fun to watch. This will, I, I like Tyrod Taylor in Houston to take this one, though. At home, over the New York Jets, I, I like the Texans. Uh, yeah, I like the Texans, too. The Texans on 
the way they look are better than a two and eight team. I, I think, without a doubt, if Tyrod would have been healthier all season long, they would be better than two and eight right now. Moving on into the late window, Chargers on the road at Denver. This is an another fun one to watch here. I don't, I don't love this Denver team though. I think this Chargers team, talent wise, is much better than the six and four team. I like them to take care of business on the road at Denver. Yeah, Justin Herbert. The combination of Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler just is insane. It's an insane duo, and I think they're going to get it going this week and not not look back. Moving on, the game of the week. I think the Rams on the road as a one point favorite over the Green Bay Packers. I got to take the Packers here. I, Matt I Stafford's just, about to come to play. This will be a fun one to watch. We have differing opinions on this one. We talked about this one all week long. We had this one circled since we saw the slate this week. My only fear for this Rams team, especially in this game and moving forward, is the loss of Robert Woods. I, I know you got OBJ back, or not back, but you got him, and he replaces Robert Woods more than anything, but what has OBJ done in the league except for that insane catch that made him huge in at New York? It really The trend seems that he just makes teams worse. I agree with you. That will be one to watch. Hopefully, talent-wise and locker room-wise, he can fit into this team because, you know, if he can, this team is it will not miss a beat without Robert Woods. It's just a question whether or not he could. Obviously, if they still had him, that would be an incredible wide receiver trio of those three. But still, the duo of Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. will be one to watch. Both these teams coming off losses in the last games they played. One of them, one of them should walk away victorious. Obviously, we've seen a tie this season, but. I, I just have to ride with the Packers here. And the Packers, their last loss came to the Minnesota Vikings, and they've got their hands full to the team who beat the Rams in the last game the Rams play, and that is the 49ers. These two teams trending in the right direction, Minnesota and San Francisco, I've got to take Minnesota in this game. Yeah, I think Minnesota, especially at the quarterback position, has the upper hand. It's amazing to see the team that has – the best quarter or the quarterback with the best touchdown interception ratio on the season is only five and five. I think we'll see a little upward trend here come the end of the season with Minnesota and they might make a close playoff run. They really could. And and not to say the San Francisco can't either. That will be one to watch as well too. Both these teams could make a run for a wild card spot. I don't think either of them will take their divisions, obviously with the Rams and Packers in their respective divisions. Well I mean they both just beat them i don't see why not why they can't be better than them but these two teams are going to be one to watch that's another close to be a game of the week and the nightcap sunday night just another good one baltimore at home playing cleveland who looks like they're starting to spiral out of control can they get it on track here on the road at baltimore i think cleveland gets it done this baltimore team just hasn't been themselves this year it feels like they've had way too many close wins I I think they're on a little downward spiral I haven't been impressed with Lamar Jackson that much the past couple weeks I know Baker Mayfield really isn't all that and I really don't think he fits Cleveland but I think he's going to be able to get it done for him this game I believe that they will be getting Kareem Hunt back off the IR this game as well which will make that running back duo back to the best in the league him alongside Nick Chubb there. That will be one to watch there. I agree with you. I'm going to have to ride with Cleveland here. I really don't know who to take in this game. 
But I want to see I want to see Cleveland get it done, and that might just be me wanting to see them do it. But I would love to see Cleveland take this game away from Baltimore. And if Baltimore loses this week and my New England Patriots win this game, New England will propel themselves into the number one seed of the AFC. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be fun? I would love it. And we'll cover the Seattle-Washington game, whose line sits at even on Monday night for Monday. Real quick here, we've got about 35 seconds left. If you had to pick one of these games that you're the most confident in a team winning it on Sunday, what would it be? You know what? I'll go first here. I'll go. I'll oh my God! Through. We don't want to hear you talk about the Patriots anymore. The Patriots, real quick, I'll take the Patriots. <laughs> real quick, in like three-ish hours, Duke and Gonzaga. Who do you have? Gonzaga. I gotta say Gonzaga, but I want Duke to win it. That's gonna be fun. A lot of college basketball action this weekend, along with, of course, the football site that we just covered over the last half hour. It'll be a lot of fun to cover. For Cody Blazak, I'm David Smith. We'll be back with you Monday evening.